Hash. <laughs> um, do we? <laughs> if you're listening to this, we do not have a guest speaker. No. I My voice has been, it's on protest. Yeah. So This is, you know, for everyone listening, this is her... Um, Late night <laughs> talk show. Yes, voice. Yeah, this. Yes, <laughs> this is her her Phoebe cold voice for all the it really is fans out there. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you're into this, you're welcome. And if, if you're you, not, if you feel like Taryn's talking a little much, maybe talking a little slower, it's because she's feeling it. So sorry. <laughs> Ashley's gonna be like, I got so much talking today. <laughs> yeah. Like what the. Heck? No, it was brutal. It was so funny because I texted Ashley like the day after our last recording session. Yes, yes. which we, we normally were, record on Monday. So this was yeah, like Tuesday. Yeah. We were supposed to jump on like a call or like a, I don't know, or our, manage, our manager was talking to us about a call. And I said something like, I was like, oh, well, I actually, I'm pretty sure I have laryngitis. Like I have absolutely like no voice at all. And Ashley texted me and she's like, when like how did that happen yeah and it I was, was like it's been 24 hours yeah not like not even. even but it was the strangest I I had a cold and apparently like laryngitis just means like your like your throat it's mm -hmm. like when your throat gets inflamed or whatever but it can happen sometimes after a cold so I had just like a chill cold and yeah. then it went to my throat but I could not like to the point where I would open my mouth and try to speak and just air Oof. came out like I've never lost my voice like that. And it was for like four days. That's a long time. And mentally, like I was not doing well, like not yeah. being able to talk to yeah. anyone. Like yeah. that's like my life source. I got um, a text message from Taryn. And it was, <laughs> this was a few days after she had told me that she had laryngitis. So this was like, I don't know, Thursday or Friday. And she's like, she's like, I haven't been able to talk to anyone. I'm dying over here. I need attention. Yeah. I, and was, I was like, <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. What's happening? Do you know what the weirdest part of it though was? Hmm. Um, it's like, you know those things like you never think about until you experience it? So I had noticed like, and, and that was the first thing that I was like, I think I'm dying because when I would try to clear my throat or cough, it sounded literally so weird, like an yeah. alien. But if you think about like, clear your throat right now. <clears throat> okay, d you can hear tone, right? Because like mm -hmm. part of it is- it's Your vocal cords. Even when you cough, it's like, <clears throat> it's like yeah. tone. So clearing my throat and coughing with- no tone attached to it was like I literally sounded like one of those dogs that like has their vocal cords sticking out and it's just like, bleh, bleh. like it's like dude it was like the trippiest thing but oh, yeah anyways I'm good now well you can God. hear me but you're gonna hear some <laughs> some cracks some rasps oh man yeah how are you Ash oh I'm doing so good I did a very hard Pilates class this morning Nice. Kicked my butt, which only makes me, you know, how I get with this stuff. Now I'm going to go sign up for some kind of membership yeah. and win. <laughs> and become certified become as a Pilates a instructor. Pilates girly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I've I was telling Taryn, like I've taken, I've taken Pilates classes before, but this was one of those sculpt ones with the bands of hell and with, you know, the little ball, ball that you put behind you for the whole ab section. And when I say, and I 
I want to preface this. This is what I'm saying when I say it was this hard of a class. I work out every day. Yeah. Like I do something every day. I do hit cardio. I do yoga. I've done Pilates. I was shaking. Like yeah. my whole body was trembling. I look over at my sister and Remy. They're both like, <gasps> like shaking so hard. And we ended up laughing because it was just so funny because out of everyone in the room, like I would say the three of us probably work out religiously. Yeah. And we were barely keeping it together and that's how hard it was so, so were other people just like no they were dying child's too. pose like just gave up yeah it was it was pretty tough but um yeah <laughs> it Dang. just it felt really good I had an extra great weekend um my sister I don't think has gone to the beach once this summer uh, I dragged her to the beach yeah and it was really fun and it was very life-giving for both of us yeah and so I had a good reset weekend, started my Monday strong. I'm here recording. It doesn't get better than that. Right? What about it's you, great, Taryn? It's a good How day. are you doing other than um, like <laughs> being a late night radio host? Um, so this weekend I had my niece and nephew for the whole weekend because my um, it's actually cute. So my, my brother's like a huge football guy and he's actually never been to a real like NFL game. And so his team is the 49ers, and my sister-in-law's team is the Raiders, and they were playing each other over the weekend. So Vanessa surprised him and, like, flew him out so so they could go to the game. Um, That's so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. But then they were, like, they asked me forever ago if I would watch the kids, and I was like, okay. And, of course, it falls when I, like, barely have a voice, and, like, you need a voice to, like, keep them in check. Yeah. (laughs) Get back here. But, yeah, it was so much fun. Um... Both of them are at just, like, such a fun age, and it was exhausting. Like, I took, like, a 40-minute shower this morning because I don't think I, like, brushed my hair, my teeth, Mm -hmm. wiped my butt for, like, two days because I just, like, didn't have time. And, like, once they went to bed, I would just zombie out on the couch and, like, play my puzzle game because I was just mentally exhausted. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was exhausting, but it was so much fun. Oh, my God. Cute. Auntie Taryn is... I thrive. A very special Taryn. I thrive. It was funny because I was like holding Lana. I can't remember where we were, but someone was like, Taryn, that looks good on you. Like saying like, you know, like me with the kid. And I was just like so blunt. I was like, yeah, well, like that's the plan any day now. Like (laughs) I just need like a donor like at this point because I'm working towards it. Yeah. Like I would love to. But yeah, it was so much fun. If uh, anyone wants to volunteer. Yeah. Let me know. Hit me up. Um, but yeah, that's we just need some thing. details. <laughs> just a few minor Nothing family too history. Serious. We just need some height, some, no. some deets. That's all. Yeah. Imagine. Oh my god. Imagine we get like, hey, my uh, my you know second cousin yeah. is uh, offering up. Yeah. <laughs> He's donating through this bank. If you oh want to. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Three five seven. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back, guys. We've missed you. We have missed you. You've missed us. It's a mutual feeling. Yes. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice. Yep. If you didn't know. <laughs> well, by now. now. <laughs> if you Which didn't I wouldn't know. blame you if you didn't because that doesn't sound like Taryn over there. No. Maybe they're questioning. You yeah. Know? Anyways, that's Taryn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ashley. Um, oh, also, I uh, met a fan at the... Uh, event that I was at oh, cool. today and she loves our content and that was fun and I just wanted to give her a quick shout yeah. out she knows who she is you know who you are you know what's funny yes what? I was listening to smart list on the way here yeah and Jason was sick in their episode yeah 
it was the Jessica Chastain episode and he like had a head cold that he was struggling with and his voice was nowhere near as bad as yours but yeah. you could tell he was kind of sick and he would cough off to the side yeah. and it's like it's like the same it's copy like a paste same you thing. know what's weird I don't mind listening to people's voices that are like gone yeah but I don't like listening to sick like when I can hear your Flem. nose is stuffed yeah that's like where it gets me. Yeah, yeah. But it sucks because people are like, oh, are you sick? And I'm like, no, I'm fine because I'm not sick anymore. Like my voice is just like but gone. But it sounds. But it like hurts. So like after I talk for a while, it makes me like start coughing. So yeah. people are like, oh, you're not sick. You know who you sound like kind of? Who? Um, I <laughs> can't remember if I told you this, but I am re-watching One Tree Hill um, because yeah. my boyfriend's sister, I saw her this past summer, um, she said she was re-watching One Tree Hill and she was having her daughter watch it with her because her daughter's in high school. Yeah. And she mentioned that to me. And the second I got home, I was like, I'm doing watch. the same thing. Yeah. Like, I have never re-watched One Tree Hill. Yeah. Never. So I've been re-watching it and you are just giving Brooke in every yeah. way. You know how Brooke yeah, yeah. has, <laughs> she has that like raspy. Yeah. She sounds like she's on the verge of a cold or on the verge of it getting over a cold yeah. the entire time like that's just how her yep. voice is <laughs> and I just remember thinking it was so hot yeah and same. I remember being in high school because <laughs> just me being like the, my awkward high school self just wanting to be as cool <laughs> as she is I would try to like talk yeah <laughs> all like Brooke like and yeah. it's so funny because <laughs> I my, my like normal excited like talking <laughs> voice was always way more higher than yeah. that um so it was very forced yeah but I would do it all the time like people didn't notice but they noticed yeah, you know no for sure I know I've had poor, a couple people be like oh my gosh your voice sounds so cool right now and someone I was talking to was like yeah when I was younger I used to love that sound which yeah. honestly probably yeah. stemmed from that and they used to like go out and just scream yeah till like their voice was gone until like her mom told her like you know you could like permanently damage your voice a like not thousand have a percent. Voice. also you know what would be interesting what? is you know how people are so into asmr stuff on like tiktok and stuff like mm -hmm. that it'd be interesting if you went live and just talked or like read a story like mindlessly and like not trying too hard but just it would be interesting yeah. to see how many people loved it we'll take a poll after this episode and be like did taryn's voice soothe you well, I'm already going to say yes on my side. <laughs> or <laughs> get you hot. <laughs> or were you like, I'm turning this off. I'm just curious what the percentages would well, be. Well, because of the like 0% phlegm sounding from yeah, is yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's not there, I 1,000% love it. Cool. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it just start stem from my love for books. Brooke Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I should capitalize on this before it comes back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just boring, you know. Uh, um, anyways. Uh, what? Okay, this is coming out. Uh, this episode's coming out the 28th, which you guys, that it's means next week, time. September. We got some things. We got some things some we got to go through really quick. Just some reminders, some friendly reminders. Yeah. Uh, we need your scary stories because our October season yeah. is almost a month away, which is so crazy, insane to even think about that right now. Um, it's almost fall. It's almost pumpkin spice season. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, we are going to not only... Uh, be needing you to um, send in scary stories, but also get excited because we might have some exciting fun merch coming along with yes. our favorite season. Yes. <laughs> um, so prepare for that as well. Um, and yeah, it's about to be the best time to be yeah. UA listeners. Alive. Um, 
also we have just like cool announcements in general coming up. So you should definitely follow us on Instagram Mm -hmm. because that'll be like the first place it'll come. Also, our TikToks have been have been so fun there. So just follow us. Stop what you're doing. Follow us on actually. Don't stop what you're doing. You can do. You can multitask. I believe yeah. in you. Listen to this unless you're driving while you're doing your thing. But then also like subscribe yeah. to our YouTube channel where you can watch us, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. Send us your scary stories or your friend's scary stories or your grandma's scary story. It doesn't matter who's coming from. Also, I had a conversation with a friend mm-hmm. who told me that another friend of mine has a very scary story. Oh my gosh! So I don't like when it's people we know. I'm excited. I'm supposed to see him this weekend. So everyone wish me luck. I'm going to beg him. Yeah. And he's a very, he's an actor. So I, I know he's going to do a good job <laughs> if I can get him it. to like sit down and write it. So I'm going to, I'm going to put my charm and face on and be like, listen, I need your scary story. It just makes it so much For more the people. real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, when it's, it's like different when you know. know, when you Ugh. know someone. It's fine. We sacrifice our sanity and sleep. We do. For you guys. Our beauty sleep, which I cherish. <laughs> I do too. I need to like tell Ryan, like, you are not, I'm giving you notice, you are not allowed to spend the night anywhere <laughs> all of the month night of October. Lights, all of October. Yeah, seriously. Um, do you have a turn it up for us? I do have a turn it up. I always have a turn it up. Yeah, you do. Um, all right, let's go ahead and dive on into it. I'm not going to say the title, so let's just okay. let's just let's just jump in. Hey, Taryn and Ashley, I've been a longtime listener and definitely leaned on this podcast to get me through some lonely work from home days in a new city. I'm one of your runners and definitely feel the motivation when you or other people say that they work out and listen. So if you're listening and running right now, you go girl. And I just want to take a moment to say last week, I found myself at the gym and I didn't have like a playlist that I was like necessarily like wanting to listen to and I was doing 12 through 30 and I was like oh my god let me do what the UA listeners say and let me like listen to a podcast um so I put a podcast in and then I posted about it which I was so excited about and I misspelled something which was hilarious because I obviously can't multitask but it actually was good but I will say oh yeah is that the one that I sent you the text yes. being like? Yes. Cash. I literally, I asked, there's a chat with me, Taryn, and our socials girl. And I was like, hey, like, let's post this since I'm trying it. Like, that'll be fun. And then I was, I had a moment where I was like, don't ask her to, you're literally doing nothing yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, you can post it. <laughs> so post then I was it. like, no, never mind. Like, I'll post it. And then I, I spelled something wrong. And Taryn immediately, immediately, like within five minutes, <laughs> screenshot it, sent it to me. And I was just like, damn I it. I was just dying because it was like, guys, don't worry. Like, I'll do it. And like, none of us, like, me or Mandy hadn't responded. Hadn't responded yet. And so, like, you can always tell when Ash is in her, like, productive, energetic, like I can do anything modes. Well, and it was also like just one had of those. pre-workouts. So yeah, she's like <laughs> she's like, don't worry guys, like I'm gonna do it and then blah blah blah. And then I go on and I see it just like naturally like scrolling through stories. Yeah. And I was just like crying because I was just like this spelled girl. podcast wrong. Yeah. Or I, I spelled something yeah. wrong. Which you, was hilarious. You didn't put a C so it literally was like pod space asked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I was just like dying because I was like, come on. It's come so on, funny. Ash. But it also tracks with where I was mentally uh that morning so anyway yeah <laughs> all that to say I listened to the podcast and it was great I wasn't exerting myself I was doing like a mindless exercise so I will say I think there's there's something to be said about that well I think it's the specific running yeah that I'm like I out. can't figure out like how walking, you would run yeah. and listen to that I don't know man anyways back, know, back man. to your story <laughs> um yeah yeah what were we doing 
she continues. My tearing it up takes place in 2022 when I was working at my old job where I was WFH almost 100%. W- oh, work from home. Oh, work from home. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I think we both at the same time were like, wait, what? And then yeah. I got it before you did. So I had I one got of those moments enjoy. where I was like, WFH, <laughs> what is that? She writes, I finally got put on a business trip and was so excited to meet the team that I had been working with. We were at the client for a big meeting on a Thursday, so we flew out Wednesday night. Thursday was spent running around to prepare and then facilitating a long working session. Finally, I was done, and it was the moment I had been waiting for. The drinks and brief, a.k.a. our time. I was so excited to just be there and be in person and get to know the people that I was working with a little bit better. I was seated across from the director of the project. We ordered our drinks. I got a French 75 because I thought it would make me look a little more dignified. Oh, yeah. And we started chatting. I'm a bit of an animated talker, though. So I started going on about something and whack. (laughs) I hit my full French 75 straight at my director. Yep. Done it. Been there. (laughs) I drenched her entire blazer in lemon, gin, and champagne. I started apologizing profusely, and she laughed it off, but it did cut our team debrief short. I wish I could say that that's the only thing I've spilled at work, but the list goes on and on. I switched jobs in the middle of 2022, so in my first year at my new job, I have spilt coffee on myself, coffee on the table during meetings, coffee on my laptop twice, and I had to get a new laptop after the first time. (laughs) Drinks on the table at happy hour and so much more. Hope this gave you a little giggle. I appreciate everything you guys do and who you are. Keep it up, Stephanie. (laughs) Uh, It's just, you know what's extra? It's, It's like bad. It's already bad enough that it's someone that you don't know well, yeah. like kind of a stranger, and like it's your first time really meeting, but it's like 10 times worse that it's the boss. Oh my gosh, yeah. Literally, it's like the person you're there to impress, yep. and just whack, there it goes. Well, and as someone who is a very animated speaker too, mm-hmm. um, I've done this like, prob- like I would say for sure a handful of times, I'm pretty sure you've been at some of them, oh, yeah. where I've like, literally just like punched a drink as I'm talking and you just feel so dumb because you're like (laughs) it's been there for so long it's like one thing if you're like you go to reach for your drink and you accidentally hit it but when you're like telling a story and you're like laughing and like you know like the last time it happened I was talking to people across the table and the server put a drink down so it wasn't all my fault but I didn't see her do that yeah so then I went to I was like oh you were there and I like pointed and it just like went flying and I luckily, like most of the times, it's happened in front of like friends, and they're just like, "Oh my yeah. god, Taryn, like get it together." But yeah, I just sucks. I feel so bad for our writer because it's like the work trip she's been waiting for, yeah. the client she's been preparing for, yep. all this like build up. She flew out there, like all this build up, and then bam. Yep. Poor baby. Hey, you gotta break that. We've somehow. all been there. We've all been. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we got you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. 
I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Oh, well, should I try <laughs> to read through yes. my story? Okay, so this is like a really, I don't think we've talked about this before. And I feel like I have a very, um, what am I trying to say? Like I can personally kind of relate or like understand uh, this. And I think you can too. So I ooh. think this will be like a good topic. Interesting. I don't, and I really don't think we've talked about it. So okay, let me know. Okay. So this is called the fine line between professional and personal. 
Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Let me start by saying that I love you too and your podcast. You are the older best friends slash sisters that I've never had. Your podcast is one of my favorites. It is one of the few that I feel truly sucked into and can't get enough of. Thank you both for being so real with us and creating the UA fam. Oh, cute. <laughs> Email. Okay. I recently turned 24 and am a senior in college. I'm an Enneagram 4 and I'm from Utah. I know nothing about people from Utah. Who do we know from Utah? Oh, Sarah. Is Sarah from Utah? I don't know if she's from there. I'm questioning that now. There. I think she used to live there. Okay. Um, but she's but I don't a know great if she's time. From there. And she's super artsy. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming she doesn't seem like the type of person that would live somewhere that didn't fit her vibe. So I'm assuming there's cool parts. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's very outdoorsy with like Zion, yeah. obviously like Mormonism. Snowboarding. And like outdoorsy things. Okay. I just camped at Zion for the first time. It was beautiful. Okay. And I know you can like snowboard up there too. So okay. I'd go Did out. Say Final answer. <laughs> Mormonism-y things. That's where they're based, right? I mean, yeah. It just like, it, anyways. <laughs> it just was funny. Um, I recently have been getting very into health and wellness. And as a result, I started going to the gym regularly. As a bigger girl, I feel extremely nervous and vulnerable going into this journey. I worried there would be a negative stigma and heavy judgment about chubby people lifting weights and using the treadmill. So my plan was just to put on my noise-canceling headphones, keep my eyes down, and stay in the corner. After starting to go to the gym, I realized that I couldn't have been farther from the truth. Most people just do their own thing anyway, and people are happy to help and support each other. After a couple of months, I felt like my efforts weren't getting me anywhere. I would go to the gym day after day and end up gaining five pounds instead of losing weight. Which, by the way, muscle weighs more than weight. Muscle does. And oftentimes it's water weight that's fluctuating, not your actual. Yeah. I think as women, we tend to fluctuate more already. Yeah. But then if you're working out a lot, um, your water weight retention goes all over the place yeah. so it does feel like you're gaining weight but a lot of times it's just like water retention yeah and she said lifting weights so that's what made me think of that mm -hmm. and like i feel like that is almost like the most crucial time to not be looking at a scale yeah is when you first are starting to work out because it's really easy to get discouraged and because your body like you said is going through a huge change sometimes it just fluctuates in general I was discouraged, but I didn't want to quit, so I started looking into personal training services at my gym. The trainer that they put me with the, at first was okay, and we were together for a few weeks before the gym actually fired her for not working enough hours. That was frustrating for me, and I got shuffled around with a few different trainers while they were trying to figure out that mess. Eventually, I ended up as a client of a trainer who I'll call Brayden. Immediately, I knew he was a great trainer for me, and after just a few weeks of working with him, I noticed change, changes in my body, which has been awesome. Don't get me wrong, I still have a long way to go, but I'm so grateful for the progress I've made. I'm getting stronger, less fatigued, and more mobile slash flexible. I love that. Okay. Recently, I've started noticing my relationship with Brayden changing. We have started to get to know each other pretty well and have become friends. We live in the same area and have a lot in common. We have a really good banter and he frequently initiates fist bumps, high fives, and asks questions about the details of my life. I've always attributed this to him being good at his job, but recently I've started noticing that I am developing feelings for him. 
So here's my dilemma. I really like Brayden as a fitness coach. He has developed a great program for me, corrects my form confidently, and pushes me hard. But he is also extremely good-looking, kind, funny, and a great guy. However, I basically pay Brayden to be my friend and do not want to assume that he's being nice because he is interested in me. Plus, let's be honest, he's a bit, you know what, you know what, I'm not even going to read that. Well, I'll read the sentence because everyone's going to be like, what is it say? I was gonna- but I don't want to read the sentence because it's ridiculous. She says, he's a bit out of my league. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. I'm curious why she thinks that. I already know because she's thinking like, oh, he's so nice and funny and he's training me. Like, I just, she's down on herself. She didn't give any reasoning. Mm. I don't like it. No Mm. matter what your reason is. Mm -mm. Nobody's out of anyone's league. You just might be in a different league. (laughs) Nothing's elevated though. For sure. Unless you're like Beyonce. Okay. I was going to say. Or Brad Pitt. If there are 10. (laughs) Okay, fine. Or like Chris. If there are 10. (laughs) But that's it. (laughs) I also feel like dating within a client-trainer relationship is just weird and it feels off-limits to me. I wouldn't necessarily want to say anything unless I switch trainers or if I had already finished my training program. Honestly, no major developments have happened anyway, so I'll probably just keep working with him and this little crush will just disappear eventually. This whole situation is probably from the four inside of me feeling the need to dream up a romantic scenario for every situation I am in. Have you ever been in a situation where a personal relationship and a professional relationship overlapped? How do you navigate that? My gut is telling me that this is a good situation to apply the advice of moveon.com, but the other half of me doesn't want to miss out on a good thing. Much love, Anonymous. P.S. Here's a few pictures of me. Do you guys hate when we do this? I feel like they're probably they, they must hate it because they can't see. But She's such a cutie. What a cutie. I like your braids. This is like really interesting to me. And I feel like I know we haven't talked about like this specific situation, but I feel like we've touched on like the trainer client relationship and vulnerability that happens there. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought like we were perfect to like attack this, but I need yes. a break. So do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> I'm struggling. You, why don't you sip some? I'm going to sip a someone, Diet Coke and water. Someone get her <laughs> some hot tea with honey. Um, wow. Well, anonymous, you've come to the right place. I have literally been in your exact situation. I have had girl trainers and male trainers tons of them like not just like one and two like I've had tons of them um but the first uh male trainer that I had I ended up like catching was it Michaela can you believe what I say um was it yeah (laughs) I ended up catching and I don't even want to say feelings because I didn't even like him in that way but there's something and I've said this on the podcast before there's something about working out with the opposite sex or not even just like with the opposite sex with an attractive person that's not necessarily good (laughs) for me I think I at that time was in a very vulnerable place and I was starting to feel really I was very I was in a very toxic place I was um borderline anorexic and going to the gym morning and night so it was like twice and he was, there were no guys, I was, I was a single little Pringle and he was giving me all the validation that I needed yeah. at the time. So there is that to be said, but I 
once I got that validation, I just, I went every day. I took it. I made sure I made eye contact with him. Like I wasn't even trying to have a relationship with this guy. I knew I wasn't going to, I knew we weren't like meant for each other, but I continued to put myself in that position and I shouldn't have. And I think it ended up being way more of a messier thing. Yeah. And I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it was necessarily a good thing. I think it was just very weird and very kind of just uncomfortable. And it made me not want to go to the gym after I crossed that line. Yeah. And I regretted that because that was my, that was my place. Like I was there every morning. I was there every night. I had a ton of friends there. This was way before I met Taryn. Mm -hmm. I had moved to a new place. I didn't have friends. So I started going to this gym and I started making friends and I loved it. And then all of a sudden I felt weird going because this guy was there and he was like the head manager or whatever. So he was literally always there and it got in my head and it, it got so messy. And I think I also may have like fantasized a little bit and like played into what could be or what the relationship would be again. Not like I was trying to have a serious relationship, but it got way messier than it should have. And it got in the way of, why I was there at the gym in the first place, which yeah. was to work on myself. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't work out with him, but I think you need to personally figure out what your boundary is and where you feel safest and don't let yourself cross that line. Yeah. If he's helping you and making you feel good about yourself, that's incredible. And I think it is hard to find a trainer. We talk about this with therapy too. Mm-hmm. Like finding someone that you click with is so important, yeah. not only in friendships and fam- you know relationships, but also in work and also in physical therapy, therapy, training, all those things. So if you found him and it's working, I wouldn't mess with it at all because I wish I didn't mess with mine and I could have just kept it trainer and trainee. Yeah. Um, because he was a great trainer and I wish I could have like kept that. I ended up having <laughs> to switch because <laughs> it got so weird. Um, so, and I don't want that for you because it sounds like yeah. it sounds like you're just getting in Made the groove and, and really starting to like to like enjoy the process of like challenging your body in different ways. And I think this is a, a fun new chapter for you. And I, I would hate for this to get in the way of that. So I suggest sitting with yourself, being honest. And what's the priority here? Is it to flirt around with a guy a little bit? Or is it to challenge yourself, be there for yourself, love yourself? Yeah. If it's the latter, then let's put him in his category and like draw a very strong line and don't let him or you cross that. Um, it's hard, but like, yeah. I think that's the best move for you. Yeah, I think, I think too, um, whenever you're able to kind of like, you, you sound like you're at the beginning of this stage. I said that weird. You're at the beginning of the process that you're about to, what am I trying to say? I'm trying you're to. You're at the start <laughs> of the, the beginning of the first of the start of, the thing that you're about to do with yourself, there's an end and a middle, you're at the start. You're at the start of a new chapter Mm. of the process. Uh, Wellness, her new wellness chapter. Let me just keep talking and see if I feel like, okay. Okay, so when you start to like have a feeling, right? There's the first part where you're like, oh, catching feelings? (laughs) Uh, no, Ash. I'm trying to get on the same page. It's I'm I'm not even on my own page. So okay. like, just let me let me. Get I'm this gonna up. shut up. Um, so when you first have a feeling, 
like an emotion comes up. You first have that reaction where you're like, where did that come from? Like, what's that? And then you kind of go through like the spiral of like, does this mean I like them? Does this mean this? Like you overthink it. Mm -hmm. You either like go full force into it or you like start running away. It's like all those like reactions come. But then comes a process of like, for me, what I try to do is like take a step back and try to really understand like, okay, what exactly am I feeling? Because you you put it in a category that it might not actually belong in. And I think for you, I, I mean, if you're anything like me, I started going to my trainer when I was at a very vulnerable, vulnerable place with my body. I was, um, I gained a lot of weight. I was super insecure about going into the gym. Like I would, I would walk in with my head down and go to a treadmill and then like leave. I was not brave enough to like even step into like the weight side of it. Um, I just was so insecure. I felt like everyone was looking at me. I hated it. So when I went with this trainer, you know, he was someone who um, I confided in. I told him about like the struggles I had been going through. Um, he came alongside me and like walking with him into the weights, like I felt confident. I felt he was like my security there. Um, he slowly started building me up and like making me feel like I could do these things. Then obviously I started feeling better in an area that had completely consumed me before. And he was like directly tied to it in my mind. Mm -hmm. Right. So obviously like the more you spend, the more time you spend with a person in general, you start to fill in the time with conversation. Yeah. So, you know, like your first sessions, he's like literally coaching you through absolutely everything you're doing. Whereas correcting your sessions form, into making it, you breathe. Yeah. Yeah. He, you don't have to talk about it anymore. He'll just be like, Hey, do a set 12 of these go. Yeah. And then while you're doing them, then he's talking to you. He's asking you questions. My trainer, we always joked, I was like, I should be getting this for free because I'm literally your therapist. Because yeah. he would talk to me about his relationship, his family, like all this stuff. Yeah. So it's it's natural for you guys to like start to feel closer. Um, but what I think has happened is I don't think you've identified that all of those feelings that are coming from your interactions with him are due to him being a person who's like uplifted you, who's given you confidence, who's given you security, he's giving compliments. He's, also doing his job. Yeah, he's giving you the physical touch. Like mm -hmm. I remember the same thing with the my high trainer. Fives. Yeah, like yeah. we started like hugging before and after sessions. And um, with me and him, I was able to like understand it was just friendship. Mm -hmm. But I did, like I would even tell Ashley, I'm like, I feel like he's like my therapist. Like I feel so close to him because I've like trusted him with an area of my life that I don't trust anybody with, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I think that that could be what's happening. Um, now he could be really hot. He could have all the qualities of someone you want in a person and you could have a crush on him. Like that's fine too. Gym crushes are normal. Yeah. But that I, happens. I think it's, I think it's definitely crucial to understand though, like where those emotions are coming mm -hmm. from, because I do think you're at risk at like losing something that obviously is working for you yeah and I, I think like you have to remember too like if he was interested and like wanted to like go out I think he would make that clear and like he would do it yeah so if if you're worried about that like well what if like he doesn't make a move like well then like 
it's obviously not big enough that he like would do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or would or wouldn't do something. So I feel like taking a step back, reassessing where it is mm-hmm. and just focusing on like, no, we're just like homies. Like yeah. I spend so much time with them. We're friends. Yeah. Um, and, and again, focus on what part it's of for. that, part of that like trainer trainee thing is like being able to trust each other. Yeah. It really is. So it's when, I, I'm not saying it's a scripted thing, but I, I know trainers are told to, hey, connect with yeah. your trainee, like get to know them on a personal level, see like, you know, how you can uh, best be there for them to help them reach their because goals. Because they need your trust. Exactly. Yeah. And they're not going to continue to, like um, you, Anonymous, are, you're not going to continue to pay this person to train you if you feel like you don't trust him. Yeah. Like that's probably why you didn't connect with the other people. Yeah. Um, so I'm not trying to diminish what you guys have. I think it's great. But also I think it's good to remember like he is just doing his job. Yeah. And his job is to help you to reach your goals and like help you feel safe and secure along the way. Um, and those are also things that <laughs> you look for when dating. So it's yeah, so, so easy to get it confused. But I think a good thing to remember every time you walk in there is he's doing his job. I'm paying him to help me feel good and confident in myself and it's yeah. for me, not for him. So I think I would I would almost tell myself that. When I walk into the gym, the second I start feeling feelings, I would just be like, I'm paying him for this. Like, I'm literally yeah. here because I am trying to be here for myself. I'm not trying to find a boyfriend. I'm trying to, like, be here for me. And, like, something, too, I would do is um, almost almost every trainer, like, once I started going to a trainer and I started, like, meeting the other trainers – Um, I started just paying more attention to like when I would be at the gym watching trainers with their clients. Mm -hmm. They all are flirty. They all are super just like over the top charismatic. Mm -hmm. Um, They all have these crazy stories about like hooking up with clients. Not all. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like generalize. Yeah. But a lot of them from my experience of talking with um, because my trainer would tell me all the dirt about like everyone. So I think it is something that those personalities do well in jobs like Mm -hmm. that. But another thing I would do is, like, watch your trainer train other women. (laughs) And, you know, you might, like, see him and see the way he's interacting and be like, Instead of leaving, maybe go to the treadmill and watch him do his job with someone else also. You know, like, it's not necessarily a you thing. Yeah, because I'm totally – I think everyone has crushes on me. Like, I'm totally guilty of that because I play things in my head. I'm like, oh, everybody wants me. We're the main characters of our lives. Exactly. You know, of course. (laughs) But then, like, I'll watch people interact with other people, and I'm like, oh, wow, he's just genuinely that nice to everyone. Oh. It's not just me. (laughs) Okay, noted. But it has nothing to do with you not being good enough or anything like that. I yeah. think I think it's just separating where the feelings are coming mm-hmm. from, letting him be who he is in your life, and then trusting that, like, if something's meant to happen, then, you know, maybe it will. Or maybe you just tell him, like, hey, like, um, like what are you doing after this? Me and a bunch of friends are going to get drinks if you want to come and see if, like, he even would come just to hang out as a friend. A thousand percent. And then if, like, he won't even do that, then that's kind of an answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can definitely test the waters if you genuinely feel like this might be your person. Yeah. I would wait a but, bit, though. But you are risking losing, like, your trainer relationship. So yeah. I would just, like, do some do some digging first. Do some digging, yeah. yeah. And, like, you never know. 
Yeah. You can leave it open, the possibility open. I'm not saying close it, but yeah. I would, you're there for, for you. I would focus on that first. Yeah. But it is, it's a tricky, I mean, still to this day, like, um, the other day something came up and it made me think of my trainer and I haven't trained with him in like years, but I texted him about like what had come up. And then for a minute we just like chatted about like how we're both doing and Mm -hmm. like he just recently got engaged and I was like, oh my gosh, finally, like it took you long enough. And, um, he'll always be someone that just like means so much to me because he helped me in such a like rough time. Yeah. But, um, but I think that's what happens. So will my surgeon, like I'll probably never see him again, but like I love him because it was a vulnerable time. Like that's just what happens. We like connect deeper when we're in moments of like, you know, raw, raw things. You got this, though. Ugh. But update us. Update yes, us please. on what you decide to do. Cause Especially if you decide to hang out with him outside of the gym. Yeah. I want to hear about that. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into mine. Um, they write, hello, ladies. I've been hey. a listener since some time within the first year of the podcast and have even re-listened to the episodes that resonate with the different stages in life that I'm experiencing as a 19-year-old. Oof, 19. 19. Good times. Actually, like 19, because that was like, okay, I can't, every time you say you're 18, people are like, oh, you're legal. Yeah. But then it's like 19, it's like, no, I'm like an adult, okay? Yeah. I didn't just get here. 19's a good age. Yeah. It's a good age. Fun times. Um, she writes, the age of 19 might seem young, but compared to my friends, partying and boy experiences, I feel as if my age is too old for my introverted self. I have always looked at myself as a relationship person since I have a love for rom-coms and Colleen Hoover books. Oh, I'm about to start a new one right now tonight. I'm so excited. Um, Yet my winter break changed that. Okay, maybe not that much. I simply made out with two guys. I just met on vacation and then on New Year's at a club. Okay. Prior to this, I only had a situationship with a guy in high school. Sometimes you just got to make out with someone. You know, it happens. At first, my friends cheered me on. But then my best friend who has been dating the same guy for two years seemed to not encourage this and called my interactions hookups when I did not sleep with them. For example, she said that I would be fine hooking up with someone in a tone that meant I would be fine with someone taking advantage of me. I understand that she wants me to be safe, but I want to have the same sort of fun she has, but not in a committed way. My issue is that I want to embrace having fun while I can, but sometimes I doubt my decisions because of my best friend's opinion and I'm too scared to approach guys. For example, the last time I was at a club, no guy approached me as opposed to the time before, which made me doubt my confidence. So I would love to hear your guys' opinions on what makes a hookup physically and emotionally safe. I know I want to have a relationship eventually, but I don't think that will happen anytime soon. So... I should have fun, right? Thanks for reading this email. Love, Anonymous. Uh, this is very interesting. This has a lot of layers. This has a lot of layers. Because the friend part of it is yeah. like a whole different like topic. Oh, that changes everything. So what should we tackle first? Oh, there's so, there's so many things I want to start off with. with. First of all, let's talk about the friend. Wait, can we first talk about the word hookup? I was, oh my God, that's what I was yeah. going to say it right away. Because I've always used that as a general statement of like, you had like something happen between you and the person and 
it starts at making out, but obviously it can include other things. Because I've said that before, like, oh, this guy I hooked up with, but obviously <laughs> I was not meaning, like, going right. all the way. So my entire life, hookup meant sex. Really? And with all my friends, it looks like our social girl agrees. Um, all my friends used it in that same text. Like, oh, if they hooked up with someone, it you, you were safe to assume they had sex the night so before. So then what would you say? Like, there's not there's another out, word. There's makeout, and then there's hookup, and then anything in between, I don't know a phrase for it. was like, That's oh, what I'm saying. So if like, you did, like, sorry to give a word. You no, did, you like, know, no, other things I'll say with Love mouth. Island. Bits. <laughs> bits. They say bits in Love Island. <laughs> um, if you did oral things, then you would Ash, say that. I just gave you a word. But I didn't go into the rest of it. I just bits. said the first part. I know. Um, use my word. <laughs> Love Island. <laughs> um... There, I didn't know like a phrase for that. Yeah. It was just like you would explain what happened. So you either had like a hot makeout session or you hooked up or anything in between you would like explain. Yeah, that's why it's like so much easier to just say hooked up. Just covers like we had an interaction. I agree. But then that did lead to like, oh, because you were the first person to tell me that hooked up meant or you were the first person to tell me you thought hooked up meant everything. Like everything in in between, like it me? just meant no, yeah. Oh, oh, it didn't not necessarily in, only mean yeah, sex. Yeah. Uh, Taryn uses it in a way that oh, it could, could be make out, make out yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay. Um, T. So you were the first person to ever tell me that, and then I think I've met like maybe one other person to say that also, but I always heard it the other way. So curious, I'm curious. Maybe we'll take a poll on Instagram just yeah. for some clarity's sake, because <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> Um, so anyways, first things first, that's just interesting. That's covered. Um, the next thing I think it is, it is very difficult sometimes for friends when one is in a fully committed relationship and one is trying to have fun, you know, and that is very, two very different, uh, social situations 90% of the time. However, I have met and known so many people that are down to go out and still have fun and be a be a great wing woman. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're, they're not here to play. Yeah. They're just over there. They're sipping their drink. They're dancing. If you want to go talk to someone, they'll help you. And then they bounce, you know, but like yeah. they know how to still be able to do both. And I don't like the tone that she gave you. But you know, it's interesting <laughs> for trying to, to have fun is their age. Yeah. Because if she's been in a committed relationship for two years, mm-hmm. We're talking like 16 or 17, they got together. Yeah. And I will say, I I had, so my first kiss was like my senior year. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't date anybody. And then my first boyfriend, I think we got together when I was like 19 or 20. And mm-hmm. we were together for four years. So I remember I had a really hard time understanding the whole and again, I use hookup as a general term, hookup culture, mm-hmm. because to me it was like, what? Like you didn't even know this guy. Like you just like, just like kissed him. Like you just like went home with him. I was like so confused mm-hmm. because I had never personally experienced it. Like right. I was super super innocent, and then I was in a committed relationship. Yeah. So it's a lot harder to understand things when like you haven't personally experienced it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like she never really has experienced it. So it seems yeah. a lot bigger to her. She it's doesn't a understand huge possibility. it. Or part of her's jealous <laughs> because, 
because she can't. I have two sides. My friends who are it, like most of my friends are married. I have two sides. I have like my friends who are like super innocent and like got married really young and are like, oh my gosh, that's crazy that people like do that crazy stuff. Like, tell me about your life. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Or I have my friends that are like, oh, like let me live through you. Like, what's it like? Like, so it could be that she's just coming from like a place where she doesn't understand or she's like Probably. judging you because she can't do it herself. Yeah. I mean, I always had, I, I never really did anything either, but all my friends did yeah. in high school. So I, I learned everything through them. Like yeah. seriously, like when it came to absolutely everything, anything you could think of, I learned through my friends in high school. Mm -hmm. Like my, I, my mom didn't even really talk me through a lot of stuff. It was my friends. So yeah. I think that's the only reason I was able to like, hang in conversations I, again I was an a awkward little noob in the corner I wasn't doing anything either I was too scared but I would listen to my friends that were doing a bunch of stuff and I'd be like wait what yeah he did what but okay so think back to because we've all had him right think back to the first guy that you I'm like I don't even know what word to use made yeah. out, I'll say made out with yeah uh first guy that you made out with that was like someone you knew and it was super casual and it was just like a spur of the moment thing and then you like laughed about it later like so the first guy that you like made out with and were like oh like that was just like a funny make out and like nothing serious right yeah so before that when your friends would tell you like oh my gosh like me and this guy like made out everything seems so much bigger right oh for sure but then when you experience it yourself of like oh it's it was just this like heat of the moment like we we're dancing and like we kissed and then afterwards we we're like what was that haha -ha, and like moved on with our life then you're able to be like oh okay like that wasn't that crazy yeah but it's it's everything is so amplified in your mind if like you haven't really like experienced it you right. know what i mean yeah that's all i'm saying no a thousand percent i would agree i like it sounds wild and crazy and passionate but like in the moment yeah. you're kind of like oh I kind of felt that that was kind of cool or it was like uh it was yeah. whatever but like I'm gonna go over here now <laughs> I'm curious though about her whole like because I do think like it is your friend's jobs to like look out for your safety for sure mm -hmm. um but from what you've said you've done like just made out with a couple people and it sounds like it was like you were out with friends and like whatever it's not Unless you're not telling us all the details. Like if yeah. you literally met a guy, he's like, hey, come over and hang out with me and my roommates. And you like went over to his house. Yeah. Then yeah, I would, I could see your friend being like, hey, like you're going to get yourself in trouble. Like yeah. you're not being safe. She definitely didn't say that. And I feel like she would have. Yeah. So I don't think that was the case. It makes me wonder if her friend's a little like goody goody or a little like, or just we like don't do that. Or, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or maybe she's like, I've, Maybe she views, I'm talking about the friend, maybe the friend views herself as like someone who has more experience than our writer. And so she's like, oh no, like that's not what you do yeah. because she hasn't done that. But that doesn't mean that that's a wrong thing to do. Yeah. It just means that she hasn't done that yet. Yeah. So I would be very careful um, or not careful. I would do whatever you feel like doing. I do agree. Like, obviously, girl be code, safe. always be safe. Always have your friends there to keep an eye out on you. But, like, that's very harmless, innocent fun, in my opinion. And you're 19. Like, that's the age that that happens. Yeah. You know? I will say, too, um, I think it's very important to have a moment to, like, sit and reflect with yourself mm. and be like, hey, like, what are my lines? Like, what are my boundaries? Like, what, what am I, like 
okay doing or not doing mm. beforehand because I think during that age you do get into scenarios where you're like uh yeah. I don't know what to do yeah. and I think it's it's hard in those like spur of the moment things and you add in like you don't know this person so you're kind of uncomfortable to like speak up yeah. or alcohol or whatever and I think that's when like a lot of people get themselves in situations so I think you need to sit with yourself and be like hey like with me, what I think, what I believe, what my standards are for whatever this time in my life is. And also what be aware okay that like, those things might change later exactly. on in five years. Exactly. In, in two months. You never know. Like yeah. You're constantly growing and learning and changing, especially at the age of 19. No, for sure. But and I'm like, saying like if you are okay and mm-hmm. you know what you're doing, you're not going into it being dumb and putting yourself in weird scenarios, yeah. then that's all that really matters. And yeah. if your friend comes to you, you can be like, look, I do appreciate you being worried about my safety. Just sure, so you know, yeah. I know I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've thought these things out. I am being safe. Yeah. But if she keeps bringing it up, then I would confront her and be like, I feel like you're judging me. And yeah. it's to the point where I'm not really quite understanding like where this is coming from. Yeah. And it's making me not want to share parts of my life with you and like I I don't like that (laughs) and we all know I'm a non-confrontational person but like I feel like I would almost just almost just very casually the next time you guys are all out or whatever next time she says something I would just very confidently just be like what did what did she say she said um for example she said that I would be fine hooking up with someone in a tone that meant I would be fine with someone taking advantage of me. And I would just really confidently just be like, hey, you know that's not me, right? Or just be like, what? Like, do you really mean like what you just said? Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. really are saying. Can you explain? Me. Yeah, because sometimes people just need to hear what they say back. Yeah. And be like, that, what did you just very, say? That's a very weird thing to say. Yeah. Um. So I would just straight up like not call her out on it but kind of call her out on it and just see how she responds yeah and just be like hey I hope you know like I'm not here trying to get hurt I'm just trying to like have fun and like be a 19 year old safely yeah and I'm not looking to do that and I hope you would know that since you're one of my best friends like yeah you know and just kind of see how she responds maybe she didn't mean it that way maybe it came out weird maybe she's jealous who knows but like let's give her a chance to clarify and like make that better because that was a weird thing to say it is a weird comment I've had I've had people say comments to me before too or like say something about um I really want to tell the story in detail but I can't do it um I had a person basically like say um because I was like interacting with a bunch of my guy friends and I am I have been told and I am aware (laughs) I, I come off as very flirty. Yes. But it's just because of like my demeanor. Like I'm just yeah. like, I like being like the center of attention and like talking to everyone, and especially guys like growing up with brothers. I'm just super comfortable interacting with guys. Obviously, I know when to like tone it down and I'm not like inappropriate with like my friends, boyfriends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm aware that like I have no problem going up to a guy and starting conversations. And so we were like, I was with a bunch of guy friends having a good time and a certain individual made a comment to me and was like, you know, for a virgin, you, you sure are like insinuated that I was like coming off as if like I do a lot more stuff than whatever. And like basically like, yeah, basically like threw at me like a very personal, like 
decision that I've made that was none of their business. Yeah. But also insinuating that like I was acting inappropriate or something, which I wasn't. And I've never snapped back so hard in my life because yeah. I was just like, first of all, this is not your business. Second of all, like what? You know what I mean? Like, but I think people sometimes like they make those like digging comments, like, cause no friend's gonna like, imagine me ever saying that to you. Like, Ash, you seem like a person that a guy would take advantage of and like do blah, blah, like, yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah, no one would say that. Yeah. So I think like it's that's what give gave me the impression. Like she's speaking kind of like mean about this stuff. Yeah, very mean girl. She's either judging you or she's jealous of you but can't admit it. So she's trying to like say stuff that's gonna make you like go a different path. It's gotta be one or the other. Yeah. It's gotta be one or the other. Because of the tone. The tone tone wasn't it wasn't a loving caring friend. friend. Not even like a joking because I feel like me and Taryn love to like joke even harshly sometimes. But like that that's too far. That's not funny. So like that's not something a best friend would do. Well and like I've had friends that do um just have different beliefs or different lifestyles than me. Yeah. And I'll share concerns if I have them for sure. Mm-hmm. But then like, it's not my job to live their life or like to police their life. So I'll share a concern because I love them. And I think that's what friends should do. But then like, they're, they're a grown adult. They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Does that mean I'm going to like be condescending when they talk to me or I'm not going to ask them about their life? No, because I've chosen to be their friend. Like yeah. I'm not going to do that. But she's not, I don't know, her involvement and her opinions are very strong for something as small as, like, you kiss a boy on vacation. Yeah. So I just would be curious what else is going on. Hmm. There's something more. Yeah, call her out. My, I'm, I'm going to double down on that. I think yeah. I think just, even even if she doesn't say something, I would just, next time you see her and you feel safe to, I would just be like, hey, you said this. What does that mean? Yeah, like, there's been a couple, like, off comments you've yeah. made. and like, What does that mean? I don't really appreciate it, but I am at a place where, like, I do want to start experiencing, like, flirting with guys and, like, having fun. And and kissing a boy. Like, that's yeah. okay. There's and I just, like, don't want to keep feeling like you're judging me. So yeah. I just wanted to get some clarity on, like, those comments. And then stop talking. Don't try to fill yeah. the silence and let her yeah. explain herself. You know what See I heard what before does. is, like, when someone says something rude, you always say what? Because a lot of times people... When hear they what have they said. to like repeat what they just said, they'll either like kind of cower back or they'll or be like, it. "Oh shoot, like yeah. I shouldn't have said that." So, ooh, I'm gonna do that. Do that. What? I'm gonna do that. What? What? <laughs> just kidding. I'm gonna do that. Uh, that's rough. This, <laughs> yeah, that especially because she's like, taking away from like a fun 19 year old. Like you're supposed to have fun and and kiss a boy that you think's cute. Like it's not supposed to be like, that deep. I can't imagine like me coming to you and being like, oh my gosh, Ash, like I met this guy. And, and me being like, mm. yeah, like on my vacation and like we kissed like while we were dancing to something and you just being like, someone's going to take advantage of you. Legitimately, like, <laughs> I would be off to the side freaking out yeah, you would. and then I'd be waiting for you to finish and then like have a shot with you and be like, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I yeah. love that. I miss being it's 19. Very interesting. But I do, I feel like my spidey senses are going off. I think. Yeah, something's weird. I think there's more. Something there's is more there. A foot. A foot. <laughs> um, wow. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for sharing your 19 year old life. I miss it. It sounds like a TV show. My 19 year old life. Yeah. Well, should we wrap it up with a dad joke, Taryn? My voice is pretty good. It like held on. Your voice is really good. I, 
kind of want to like keep going and just have you tell us <laughs> until I poop out about your morning routine this morning. <laughs> it's weird because it'll be like stints where all of a sudden it'll be super solid, and then two seconds later it's like so breathy. <laughs> you know what's sad though? Like when I was younger, I'm gonna totally feel old saying this, but same for you. Like when we were like in high school, or like again, I I mean when I experienced the whole like. I kissed a stranger or something. I was like freaking in my twenties, but it's fine. Um, even like, even like, I mean, that's not even that long ago. Like ten plus years ago, like there, there still was like worries. Like you had to like be careful of certain things and oh, for sure and whatever. Like I remember like starting to hear about like roofies and like whatever, but it was kind of more of like your decisions were more like morally based like mm -hmm. should I do this or should I not like it wasn't your safety as much but then like as I've watched over time like there's been so much more that's out there to where like I do understand people being like hey be really careful like don't just like leave with a guy like don't just like you can't just offer or accept a drink like you can't there's like so much you have to be so careful mm -hmm. about going out now that like I can't even imagine I don't know it's just so different than like us being like I'm scared because we are like shy versus like I'm scared I'm gonna like get freaking taken by a serial killer yeah it's so sad do you follow um what's her name oh uh yes Ella uh Ella yeah, yeah, I saw that she just, um, she got roofied, right? Yeah, she got roofied. And her friends were there with her. So sad. And they all were given these drinks. And her friend that was she was there with was like, don't drink them, just dance with them. But they ended up dancing for a really long time. And I guess she took a couple drinks like absentmindedly while she was dancing and like completely blacked out. Well, And, and luckily she story. had her friends. Well, her friends and a staff those, member. And those guys were following her. They followed her into the bathroom. Yeah. Like, they were, like, on a mission, and that's so terrifying. And I, um, it was at that gay bar in West Hollywood, and I just drove by it this morning, and I was like, that's where it happened. <laughs> you know, I've only been there once, and I remember when we were in line, my friends who had been there before were like, Careful. Um, don't like leave your drink at all don't um like if you have a bag or something be careful like people steal stuff people get yeah. drugs and I was like why does anyone go here I That's think we terrifying. were there together because they told me the same thing yeah. and I remember being like how is this place still open <laughs> I because did not it's even literally have notorious for yeah being, people getting roofied and getting drugged no literally That's wild but like that wasn't remember when we first started going to like clubs and dancing it was like mm -mm. not that it was like trying not to get caught I by your parents to like yeah I, but I knew to like look and watch the drink being made but I yeah. never like didn't accept a drink I would just if he handed me one out of nowhere I would say no but like if he took me to a bar and got me a drink I would say yes because I was watching them make it and then yeah. I would grab the drink myself like that was always how I did it but never like obviously like never yeah. just take one from someone out now of nowhere. it's like oh it could have been contact or like yeah, it's the crazy. bartenders in on it yeah. or like that's there's what's a crazy whole, there's like a like team everything it's the managers so in on it it's like a whole it's wild i hate it's so it scary. i hate it anyways let's let's positive dad joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> we took a turn we're all gonna die <laughs> <laughs> my wristwatch broke so i put it on my belt now it's just a waste of time. Oh, that's a good one. I actually really enjoyed that one. It was very clever. Guys, you know the drill.
You know the drill you by now. Let's drill. all say it together. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the, the most. Be sure to follow us on our socials. And if you have a story that you would love some advice on, please send it in. Funny, serious, everything in between. Um, we need your content to stay alive. <laughs> we and do. That's a fact. Also, it is time. It's spooky season time. So send in your scary stories. And get excited because we have new merch coming Stitch for October coming. series. It's going to be so much fun. Um, we love you all so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.